Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is the day that the Lord has made poor. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, this is the day. You go. I don't know the song. This is the day that the Lord... How do you <laughs> sing those lyrics then? If you don't know the song, we're having an out-of-body experience. Yeah, I guess so. Well, you know this song. Know this song. But it does not have words. This is our school. Let peace be found here. May the rooms be full of happiness. Let love abide. Love for one another and the love of life itself. Hallelujah. And the love of God. <laughs> I've forgotten what the lyrics... Wait... <laughs> I've forgotten what the lyrics of that last line is. I'm actually, that song made me too happy and spiritual. For the love of God, isn't it? But For the love of God. I don't think that makes sense. Oh, none of the song. No, I guess it kind of does. Not much. In, oh, anyway. Um, Harden pisses me off. That's where I wanted to start. So we've F gone Harden. straight into Weekend Review. Yeah, we already know that. They, they heard the music. Like James Harden. Yeah. If you, for about five years in a row now, you've been playing for this great team, the Houston Rockets. And for about five years in a row, people have criticized you for falling off in the playoffs. And this is for two major reasons. One is that your shooting percentage falls. And and two is that you shoot less free throws because the refs don't call it. And so far in game one of the series, maybe I'm calling it, maybe it's a knee-jerk reaction too early. He's gone out there and he's just flopped his way around the court and the refs haven't given him the calls he wants, and now they're having a big old cry about it. Yeah, I agree. Sad. And I, I think mean, you sh I think you should never. Your game plan should never rely on referees. Yeah. If your game plan is just to shoot three throws, good free riddance. Throws, not three throws. Free throws. Or if your game plan is to shoot three throws, which is three free throws. That's a bad. That's not enough three throws. Um. I uh, the general consensus is that the Rockets had were hard done by the and that's what they had a whine about. And don't get me wrong, I think there was definitely calls where um, Clay Clay probably did move into James Harden's landing space. Yeah. The landing space redundant. I heard Ryan Rosillo saying this. The but, landing no one knows what landing space yeah. is. It's like and it's weird how like in a in a series, just all of a sudden a term becomes like a massive. You know, I remember a few years ago mm. with the Pistons, it was like everyone was talking about rip-throughs. Uh, yeah, no I think... heard about rip-throughs before. I think some then. of the clay ones in the first half looked pretty bad, but the... Oh, no, I don't even know then. It's like Harden, he like jumps from like a metre back and like jumps like three feet yeah. forward, and then he like lands in some space, and it's like but, if you're going to pressure well, the last, on the shooter... Well, the Draymond one at the end was n not that even was close. That was comical. But um, also, like, you could argue that other... Like, stuff goes wrong the other way as well. Like, uh... Chris Paul is not being suspended for game two, despite getting ejected for his second tech for um, for Yelling pushing refs. a ref. No, he he touched a ref. Oh well, and that's supposed to be it's an well, it, it is it's an yeah. instant suspension. They never they never suspend unless it's got to be something real bad to suspend a, a key to player. To physically touch a ref, yeah, yeah, is yeah. bad. Yeah, it is bad. It is bad. You can't, at the same time, you can't fight fans. You can't fight refs. As simple as that. It'd be quite cool if you could fight refs. They're like, foul, and you're like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and you just like start swinging at them. Let's do it right now. Um, Chris Paul's the worst as well. But don't get me wrong, the Warriors, I mean, the Warriors have got a bunch of a-holes as well. Like, I'm sick of Draymond's shit as well. It's a shame that like such a blockbuster series so far, and don't get me wrong, it'll probably go like six or seven games and be like thrilling, but just such a bunch of wankers on both ends of the floor. And I think it is, so far, it's been like the least enjoyable series to watch, I think. There's only been one game, but yeah. But, um, there's that scene where um, 
uh, Steph Curry came down and someone like, he was like three meters away from the three point line and someone like put their arm out to start checking him and he like just like throws his hands into the arm and throws the board direction of the hoop and shoots free throws and then they're like foul and he goes shoots his free throws and then Chris Paul comes down the other end and Clay Thompson puts an arm out to start the defense. It's like three meters away from the three point line and as soon as they see that arm, they literally pick up the ball and like move it into the arm and chuck it in the direction yeah. of the hoop and it's so pathetic and I, these guys obviously well, watch. No, tape. it annoys me, guys, doing the arm. Oh, putting the arm out. Yeah, don't put the arm in. Oh, yeah, but that's just part of defense. It's just like as long you're not allowed to hand check anymore. But just sometimes you just want to like rest your hand like on the hoop. It's just, it's just, I don't know. If they're not at all in a shooting position and they just throw the ball at the hoop while intentionally, they've got to sort out the rules, eh? Like the rule should be, if the offensive player is intentionally moving themselves into the defensive player. That shouldn't be uh, I, I, that, that that shouldn't be a foul on the defense. Like if they're going out of their way, just like in a charge, like you can't just like if they're running alongside you, you can't just smash them out the way. You shouldn't be able to smash your arm into their arm, and then that's a foul on them. It's it's getting effing ridiculous. I know they've got to have room to move or whatever the definition is. But back to Chris Paul and James Harden, is this really even if you beat the Warriors, are you winners? Like is this cool? Like is anyone going to remember you for these great? drawn fouls and flopping and yelling at the ref that you're doing like is it it's just such a pathetic way to win and it's like they must watch themselves and go even if you're winning like this you're losing and um I can't believe it because I'm not a Warriors fan by any means but somehow even though I want the Rockets to win before the season start the series starts before the season starts I um yeah I just can't get behind this Rockets team eh? they're such a yeah such a sad sack bunch of losers okay cool let's move on well the Warriors did look quite good. KD. I don't think they looked that good. Holy, holy hit KD. Well, KD looks good. Yeah, but I, I do feel like they've lost their magic a bit. Oh, yeah, in terms of like ball movement and yeah. like playing as a team and stuff, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, next series. <laughs> this is how you always do it. What do you want to talk about? Sorry, I, I derailed it straight away. Uh, well... Uh, why don't we move on to the Paul's literally looking at the NBA.com. Why is NBA.com still such a POSA? POS? That's an acronym. We moved on. Piece we're, of shit. We're not talking about website design. We're talking about Bucks. No, nah, the NBA.com website has been bad for like four years. Unacceptable. It's pathetic. Yeah, it used to be my homepage. Have some pictures that show up. It's just... Uh, it's a big multi-billion dollar company. Like, well, it used to be great, I thought, back in yeah, the day. Yeah, it used to be one of the best. and It used to update just slightly every year. Pathetic. Um, Bucks, Celtics. Oh, you're making the hard ones. So the ones where you've seen two games, you have like a kind of better guess at it. Bucks, Celtics. I still expect. I mean, I know Celtics won comfortably game one. You still expect the Bucks to sort everything out game two and the, it's I, all on. Man, I've been saying it all along. Come playoff time, watch out for the Celtics. You can go back, listen through episodes. The Celtics are still and have been my pick for winning the East. Here's a good question. Well, the, thank you, Guy, for saying that. Um, here's a good question. Who is the um, best player, do you reckon, in the playoffs so far? The best player in the playoffs so far has been, I don't know, Kawhi? Kawhi or um, Kevin Durant, probably Kevin Durant. Yeah, I haven't watched, I didn't watch much of the... Um, but Giannis and Harden... It's time to start playing, guys. I know Giannis was probably good in the first round. No one really watched that. But um, I guess Giannis is probably a playoff rookie, right? Or oh, he's played first round or um, series before. But like this is his first big adventure into the playoffs. So he can be, excu- yeah. he can, he'd be excused a little bit. But it is I think kind that of whole, sad the whole Bucks squad shooter. just didn't... Well, he actually shot well, I thought. Maybe his oh, free yeah, throws yeah, weren't yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, but he was like, he hit his first three threes. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, man. Yeah, but like it was round the... Um, like around the hoop that we expect to be more dominant. Yeah, right. Um, but Al Horford blocking him twice, spectacular. Yeah, man, people sleep on Al Horford. He was a staple for my fantasy team. This I year. like that there's this storyline that's happening at the moment of old bastards just destroying young guys. So Mark Gasol is just owning Joel Embiid so far, and apparently Joel Embiid's sick. So, I mean, we'll wait and see if that continues. And um, Horford in game one, um, mm. yeah, really w- containing Giannis. I mean, touch wood, you'd expect Giannis to bounce back, but um, yeah, Giannis and Harding, Harden need to show their MB- MVP caliber in the playoffs, eh? Yeah. I think if Mark Gasol comes up against someone 
a bit more, maybe like a Jokic, he'll get into serious foul trouble. You watch. Well, um, even maybe against Embiid, Embiid will start drawing fouls. Um, well, check out if an um, Gasol's pretty good. Yeah, I know, but I just think th- from what I saw in every Raptors game is they just play so physical and rough, mm. and just if if a ref starts calling it, I could just see them spiraling out of control, getting multiple guys in foul trouble, getting angry at the refs, mm. and it'll, it's just going to go bad. I it's going to backfire I haven't really stage. seen it so far. Like you keep on talking about the Raptors getting fire at the refs. And I know there was that one game where Kyle Lowry spiked the ball, but I haven't, I haven't seen them being that bad. I saw it today. He, he jumped up. Okay, that's your passion project. Uh, we got them brought his arms now. down, got called for a foul, mm. just smashed the guy in midair. And then and then lost his lost his cool and went crazy, and uh, you know arms up what what and um, yeah I don't know unacceptable it's, well, no, um, it's, it's acceptable best player oh okay sorry it's acceptable then well, you can accept you it I, I can't accept it mate um, uh, but I was glad Lowry well, we should move on to that series maybe yeah do it man seventy six you're, you're the Raptors. one who chooses which series to move on to. Um, Sixers stole one on the road. Yeah, well, it was a pretty poor game. I'm still pretty confident in the Raptors. They just have one... Jimmy G. Buckets. <laughs> the G stands for gets. The coach called him, um, said he was a man today. His name was James Butler. Yeah, it's weird. And James Butler um, corrected him and goes, my name's literally Jimmy. It's not... It's quite awkward. It was very weird. Because he also said there was a, he was a man in the gym. But, or Sinc- something like that. Sincerity in basketball I mean, is embarrassing. When I was a kid and Michael Jordan got there and he was sitting in like a, a really beautifully lit gym and like talking about how his love of the game and stuff like that, I ate it up because I was 12 years old and I was a dumb feep. And now, I sense myself there, it's quite talented, eh? And um, then Kobe Bryant just kind of made me sick with all his... He basically just copied what Jordan said, the sincerity. And now like idiots like... I. I was thinking mainly of Brett Brown there, but like Damian Lillard as well. It's just like his amazing shot, which you should probably get to. Um, I th- I thought it was kind of undervalued by how the next day he tried to like start quoting the art of war and stuff like that. It just seemed like a basic mother. And I've never, I just realized bef- uh, previously, I've never paid much attention to um, Damian Lillard's personality, but I always thought he was quite a, f- a fun, friendly guy just because he's known for being a great guy in the community and for his like rap songs. You assume people who do raps and, and our basketball players have a bit of a sense of humour about it but he just so sincere eh? it's kind of a bit embarrassing oh, he does very sincere raps yeah I didn't think about that but um, Brett Brown just was trying to be real cool like, he was trying to say a real good quote he's trying to be like Greg Popovich but and, I, I don't uh, understand how he said like um, he there was a man in the gym yeah, or something well, you know like how that people love saying like you're not boys today you're men but, it, when, but when you're talking about someone whose name is Jim was he meaning a basketball gym like the facility or the gym, Jim Butler. His name was J- James. I know, but in the gym, his name was he was in the gym. And his name was James. Was he intentionally doing a play on words? What are other names like that where you like shortened Bill, it to like a different name? William. That's cool. Uh, there must be more. Uh, Do you think one guy called William? People started calling him Bill, and then just like that name, that nickname just caught on, and then over a hundred years, it just became the established in the English language that people called William can be shortened to Bill. Mm. You wouldn't really, if your name was William, you wouldn't. Bill, unfortunately, has kind there's, of gone out of fashion a little bit. You more. wouldn't really want to be a Bill. Oh, there definitely is. It's just we're uh, we're a bit. It's late at night, man. Um, yeah, I think the late. Raptors. I think the Raptors got it. I'm feeling pretty confident about. Well, they it. should. But, yeah. Um, the it's, it's I hope the Sixers take it. It's disappointing. I know well, you seem to hate the Raptors now because they beat the Magic. Yeah, I do. Oh, the Raptors are a not lovable because of they beat, uh, they're not a lovable because they beat the Magic. They're a lovable bunch. They used to be a lovable team. And what happened to them? They beat the Magic. No, they got rid of Demar, <laughs> their yeah. heart and soul for Kawhi, a heartless that, soul. No, I'm enjoying Kawhi. He has a good old laugh sometimes, and um, he's impressive to watch. Unfortunately, he's the only Raptor so far. Who wakes the feeper? Oh, Sarkham had a good first game. Let's talk about Demar because R.I.P. He, I've cleansed my hands of him. And three podcasts ago, I was talking about, or two podcasts ago, I was talking about how sad it was that um, the Raptors traded Kawhi and that I missed him. Watching him in that game seven, oh 
jeepers creepers, Demar. Like his whole life, unfortunately, is just going to be plagued by just playoff disaster after playoff disaster. Turnovers, miss free throws. Um, he got blocked um, the last position of the game. And then, of course, the Spurs not fouling. How funny would it be? Did you see that? How Ooh. funny it would be if Greg Popovich, because he, he literally came like a metre, two metres on the floor yelling foul, and I guess they couldn't hear him or something. Uh, it'd be funny if he ran out and did the foul. Yeah. Like, what would happen there? I guess it'd be a technical, a technical and they'd get a free throw in the ball. Yeah. But that would almost be better than what they did, just run out the clock. And not that they had yeah. a good chance, but like, it was still possible at that point. It was weird that Aldridge and DeMar, I, I mean, it's weird the way they played the whole game. Like, it was weird they were both so bad when this was to be senior leadership. Um, but it's weird they didn't just know naturally you were playing basketball your whole life you got to foul when the shot clock's off and yeah the time's ticking down um, mm. so RIP DeMar you had a good life you had your chance you're gone it was a bad I think a bad I, I, know, I know it was a 2-7 series but it was a bad loss for the Spurs to lose against I know, and I know Jokic we, we left his name off the list of like possibly one of the best players of the um, series but um I still think the Spurs probably should have beaten them just because they had so much more playoff experience, seemingly. But um, in the end, uh, Denver actually played like the um, like played like the team that knew what they were doing, and um, Jokic, unbelievable. Okay, Portland, Denver today, game one. Did you watch it? Um, uh, uh, yeah, watched the second half. I watched it. Thoughts. I think. Well, I think. Don't Port- just throw it back to no. me. Um, I think uh, I'm going to come out bold prediction. Portland uh, might win the series. I thought Portland were the favourites. What? Oh, just the podcast I've been listening to. Everyone's oh, been saying I thought Portland. I thought Denver were overwhelming favourites. No, nah, no one rates Denver. Um, oh, okay. Well, I, th- well, I, I should going into my the prediction. going into the series. I thought Portland all the way because I didn't rate Denver at all, especially after well, that. Everything I everything I read online was that. Um, Portland had no one to st- with Nurkic out. They had no one to stop uh, Jokic. Yeah, and that's true. I know, but that's why I'm. That's why my bold prediction was that Portland were going to somehow. I think. Win. I think the Vegas odds favorite is Portland. Oh, okay. Well, I think. I, um, want, I, I, I think going into. I don't this, think they'll win. Um, I was trying to do a bold prediction. So, so yeah, so Jokic, Jokic is so good, and if he continues to be good, like I'd expect him to waver a little bit more, just because he is a. Um, you know, like a playoff rookie, but holy shit, he's been. Here's good. what I'll say though: I felt like Portland played bad, and still n- could have won this game today. Mm. Like I think they played; they could have played so much better, and they were still like constantly just within breathing, uh, not breathing, within striking distance until basically the very end, and just a few like they just kept making mistakes, just silly things that I was like. I mean, I haven't watched many Portland games, but I was like, I reckon at home and and in game two and stuff, they won't make these mistakes. It's a really hard one to call. I'm definitely completely on board with the Jokic train now, and they've got home court advantage, so I'd go Denver. But it could go seven again. Denver's already been to seven. Um, they've got the altitude as well. Um, I'm sick of MVP chance. Well, they do them just for anyone. Like, just make up a new chant for someone. I'm pretty sure Gary Harris was getting These are the people too. that can get MVP chants this year. Durant, um, Harden. I don't think Curry. Like, you've got, to pick, you've got to pick an MVP from your team and roll with him. I mean, if you want to go Curry okay. of Durant, then do it. But I think I just re- more recently, it's definitely Durant is the MVP of that team. And then, um, yeah. I disagree Giannis. with that. You, you think most valuable player on the Warriors is Steph Curry. No, in the no, are you kidding? If you in take the last in the last two weeks of the playoffs, it's been Durant all the way. All I'm saying is, you take Curry. Curry is the most important player on the Warriors. Yeah, you know, you're saying that thing about like spacing and stuff. In the last two weeks, it's been um, Kevin Durant, two-time Finals MVP. I don't think you can put a time thing on it. I reckon take. I reckon at the moment Durant is like bailing them out. Like that would be bad if they didn't have Durant. Like, I don't know if Curry's injured or what. I don't even think they'd have Durant if it wasn't for <laughs> Curry. Yeah. There's like, no way the he would have just... Ran, yeah, he wouldn't That's have randomly... Argu- the argument is whether who the MVP of the Warriors is. Hmm. And it's... This playoffs, it's, like, definitely Durant. It's not about this playoffs. We're just talking most valuable Oh, you're just play. changing the thing now. Oh, okay. still Durant, probably. No, I disagree. 
Um, well, Durant is like looking like he's going to become like possibly the best player in the world at the rate he's going. Well, I, I mean, who Curry's knows? It's only, it's only been game one. Of all time. Behind Steph Curry. Jordan, Stephen Curry. Are you joking? No. You're taking the piss. I'm not. You are. What's the greatest team of all time? Basketball. Uh, or the 97 Chicago Bulls or like the... 2000 and... The Lakers with... Um, mm, okay. Uh, no mention of the Warriors. Shaq and Kobe. You hate the Warriors. No, 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 no. I don't hate the Warriors. I love Steph Curry, but he's not like a top five player I think, of all time yet. No, I disagree. Oh, okay, maybe yet. But once he's done, I think people overlook him because he's small. Because he's small, oh, no, 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 no. I think Curry's great, but I think just in recent times... Durant has surpassed him. That's what I'm saying. No, I disagree. I think Curry is is great. Uh, have you did you watch the last game? Kevin Durant's averaging like 40 points a game. It's insane. Yeah, that's cool. He's doing everything. And Steph Curry, he's a better defender than Steph Curry anyway. Okay. Um, MVP chance. We can just make up some new chance. It's weird how in football, teams are so good at chance and they go to so much effort. And in basketball, they've got MVP, which is really something. It was really just good a few years ago when they started doing it for like Kobe and stuff like that. It's become like a... It, and even then, if the player's yeah. not very good, it seems well, like the, you're mocking the, them. The issue is you need something that... It's like it's like DJing. Mm. When you're DJing at a party, you can't just put on some song, some deep cut thing that you love. It's going to kill the dance floor. Yeah. You've got to find... You've got to play some songs that you might not even be that into, in, but just everyone's going to know, yeah. know, just everyone knows. And with Chance, you need something that everyone no, knows. You can't take a flyer and try and start something new. It's so hard to get a new chant off the ground, is what I'm yeah. saying. What if you just went, yo, Kitch, yo, Kitch, yo, Kitch, say their name. Yeah, although people do do that. Nikolai. It's not... Is he Nikolai? What's his first name? Nikola. I think Nikola. Nicola. Yeah, I think Nikola. Nikola. Jokic, 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 Jokic. Well, that is crazy. That's good. No Nikola. Jokic. It's, so you're writing like original kind of rhythms. Giannis. <laughs> and a lot of chants will be based on popular songs because then people know the rhythm and the melody. What should we do for Giannis? Well, I'm, I, all I'm for, doing for here who, is coming up who? with solutions. And you were just coming up with problems. Well, for which player? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, well, people would probably just do Giannis Antetokounmpo. Great. There you go. You're coming yeah. alive now. No, but people do that. That's I've still one written of the two great ones. Um, Giannis. Um, is Baby, you'll be famous. Chase you down until you love me. Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo. What about? That's a good one what? for me. Giannis who? Giannis. <laughs> huh? Giannis. Wicka wicka. Anti Tacumpo. That's real good, man. Um, Joel. Joel. Oh, wait. Joel. 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 Born is the king of Cadamaria. I was, man, I was hoping he was from Senegal. Because, man, it would have worked well. But he's from yeah. Cameroon. We'll just say he's from Senegal racistly. <laughs> to make that's, that's another one done. Um, what about Lillard? Uh, Lillard. Uh, Lillard. I like it like that. I Lillard like that. Killer. Lillard. 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 Damien Lillard. Because this is Lillard. Lillard time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the third quarter. Imagine how great that would go. Um, yeah, it's just got to... But even just find a great song that you just... The whole crowd love to sing. Yeah. Living on a prayer. No, I'm with and you. And just sing it. I get annoyed when I go to Wellington Phoenix football games and the chance, most of the chance are stolen from other teams. You see what changed. the Phoenix did the other day? They're going to the playoffs for the first time in like five years and they went over to Perth and they played their bench, but they lost 5-0 going into the elimination playoff game. Hmm. That was their warm-up. Um, it did uh, maybe it helped them tank to get a slightly easier um, knockout round of opponent. But, yeah, um, genius. Yeah, Wellington Phoenix. Shout out to them. Represent. Go the boys. Come on, you Knicks. Do you moisturize? Why? 
because I, I want to get into moisturizing. Yeah, I thought you were about to criticize my skin. Because um, <laughs> uh, you look terrible. I uh, sometimes, not always. Moisturize every day. I was on the radio today, and people were giving like life hacks, like old people life hacks. It was so funny what they text you in. I like texting your um, ways to you make your life better, and um, people were texting in like, um, if you swipe up on your phone, you can get an easy access menu that can help you use some of the key functions of the phone. That's what old people were texting in. That's wow. like their life hacks. Well, here's my moisturizing hack. There's a product that I love. Oh, I was going to say load it into the shower and then it just sprays onto you straight away. No, here's a product that I love. That's shocking. You're, you're like, shower's clogged up because you've shoved moisturizer <laughs> into the heat. Yeah, it's a good idea. Um, uh, no, there's a product and it's from, it's made by a British supermarket chain, Waitrose. Uh, Men's supermarket chains have got weird names, eh? Oh, always. But there's no place because people, comedians come to New Zealand and mock New World and like fresh Waitrose. choice and stuff. But they make way more sense that I guess New World is weird. Like it's a new world. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, always, I love the term, term supermarket. It's such so kind of futuristic. I think. Yeah, it's a market. Like you've been future. to a market. It's a supermarket. I like airport. It's a yeah, port in the air. To the air for sure. Um, um, okay, but like, um, what about American supermarkets? How weird their names are. Especially like, Jetstar, like, the airline. Yeah, it's a jet you are on board a Jetstar flight. It's a shame their um, their logo. Please store your laser blaster aesthetic. under the. Seat. I love that they are like a billion dollar company, probably, and they're like, "We're time to do a, do a branding." And some idiot was like, "We're going to go with black, gray, and orange." Yeah, I think or- I think it's not bad for like budget. If you're doing budget. Yeah, but just the grey is the problem. Yeah, just yeah. Just go black and orange, great. No, but if you're doing budget, anything budget, just make the design look as bad as possible and you're going to assume it's real cheap. But I don't even look at the prices. I'm like, oh man, that's a good deal. If they've spent that little on on getting the colour scheme right. Um, but what are we talking about? Um, oh, this is a product uh, from Waitrose Why, in the UK. Like even Whole called, Foods. And it's not designed for adult faces. It's called, I don't believe, uh, because it's called Baby Bottom Butter. Oh BBB, Big oh Baller brand. And it is incredible product. And my mum read articles about it when it came to New Zealand <laughs> because it was so hyped and it, sell, it sold out instantly. Baby Bottom Butter. And anyway, she managed to get me some and gave me a pottle and I instantly used this is it. so sad. And just saw my skin, just like my laugh lines would just disappear. It was unbelievable overnight. Okay, can you explain what your laugh lines are? Oh, just those um, lines from the bottom corners of your nose Do I have to the them? edge of your mouth. Basically, everyone's got them. They're normal to have. They're not wrinkles or anything. It's just like creases where you smile and talk. That grosses me out. But anyway, <laughs> they were gone. It was incredible. And so I fell in love with this product. And... I'd use it, and then I'd go back to um, the so supermarket that sold it, I'm Nosh. Embarrassed that I asked And then this. Uh, one day, I went back to re-up on my baby bottom butter. What is going on in your life? Enough. I went, I went back to re-up, and Nosh had gone bankrupt. <laughs> oh, no. And it was all boarded <laughs> up. Oh, and so no. they were the ones, my one dealer. Didn't you? Yeah. So I, what, didn't know what? On, no, sorry, I'll, I'll continue on Nosh, but you just finished the story. So... Luckily, I was going to the UK, so I went to the UK and I bought a few tubs. Thank God. And I've been set since. This is so But um, You start buy off, off the internet? Yeah, maybe you can. I'm going to start buying... I love coconut water. I'm going to start buying that off the internet. That sounds sad, eh? Um, Nosh, you predicted they were going under, eh? Well, I worked for a company and I'd heard that they weren't paying, so I, I, yeah, I predicted it. But, um, but uh, another good hack I is how just you didn't name the name of the company. virgin coconut oil from... You can get it in the cooking section of your supermarket. Get some of that. Virgin, it's got nothing else in it. It's just coconut oil. And just rub that on your skin. And it's extremely well, gets good way to moisturize. It gets all glossy. It does get quite... No, you put it on like at night or... So you've got a glossy face in the night. Yeah, but in the morning you won't have a glossy face. You'll just have like a moistured face. Like it'll, it'll absorb it all. So I've never used any facial products and I feel like my skin's great. Yeah, your skin is pretty good. I like I get complimented on it. I think I think it's good to go as minimalistic on um cosmetics products as possible. For instance, I've stopped using shampoo. I've gone completely shampoo and conditioner f- free and I'd recommend it to anyone who wants to do it. I accidentally watched a YouTube video that came on 
and it Jesus. was and it was about flat earth. No, it was a man with the worst. He'd he'd been had gone viral in a previous video for having the worst dandruff in the world, and it was horrific. What a loser! But he in this video, his hair looked amazing, and he was like, "Here's how I cured myself. I stopped using shampoo and conditioner. I used baking soda whenever." <laughs> I needed to wash it. I used baking soda oh, and conditioned it with apple cider vinegar. And eventually I had to do that less and less until eventually I just didn't need to wash it. You know, I just used water. And so I followed that. I used baking soda, shampoo. Uh, I used apple cider vinegar to condition. And now I don't use it. I just let my... Because the issue is you shampoo your hair and it strips all the... It gets rid of all the dirt and everything. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But it also really strips all your natural oil from your hair, mm. making it completely barren of anything. Mm. And then your body counteracts that by producing too much oil. Because it's oh. like, oh, there's no oil, and it pumps out all the oil. And then that's why... So shampoo is the cure, but it's also the problem. The problem. Wow. What does it cure? What does it cure though? Why do we even use shampoo? Because you just you're just conditioned, no pun intended. You're conditioned at a young age. Like I've been using shampoo since I was a baby. Yeah, it's just an old way of an archaic way of thinking. So do you do you not have problems? Does your hair feel gross though? Uh, if I don't have a shower for a long time, it would. Oh, I yeah, should probably. I pr- I'm, I'm going to have a shower after this. How l- how long a time have you gone without showering? And you're wearing. Mm. I'm wearing what? I'm worried about you, man. You're wearing some bleak as shit track pants. <laughs> and like they look like you've gone to Kmart. And it's no, just, these just are not sad. Kmart. It's really not, yeah. I do not shop at Kmart. See, this is fine for me. I'm in track pants too, but I'm in my house. and I've like, I'm have wearing an Orlando Magic t-shirt. Sick. Are do you know what con- I want to get? I, I, I don't want to get it because I don't want to get it. Orlando Magic kind of your thing. But the Orlando Magic training shirt this year, like the retro one. With the like, it had like it was like blue with like a diagonal magic across it. Yeah, it's like what they it. wore on the bench. You're also rocking a French football jersey. Yeah, also sick. one of my things. Um, as you well, this is the um, this is the, one of the sickest pickups I've had in a long time. It's um, the shirt that Zidane wore. Well, not the actual shirt, but the sh- the same style of the shirt that Zidane wore in the World Cup final where he headbutted a guy. Mm. What a career is that, eh? Greatest French footballer ever won the World Cup in '98. Comes back out of retirement in 2006, leads the team to the final, wins the golden boot, puts on some golden shoes, goes out in the World Cup final, doesn't win, just goes headbutts a guy, no. leaves in disgrace. Was Greatest it, ever in my well, they, they were still maybe going to win. Greatest ever. Um, How good would that be if, if, um, if Steph Curry got to game seven of the NBA finals gonna lo- uh, against Morky Bucks and instead of finishing the game, he just kicked... The guy, and then just left. He, it was hardly a headbutt. He kind of pushes him in the chest with his head, and the guy flops. Oh, it's pretty dramatic. Yeah, well, know. the guy makes it dramatic. But like, I, I actually love Zidane more that he went Italy, out like that. Italy have to, the Italy, Italy football team have to be one of the saddest stories. How they felt like they, I felt like they were a powerhouse of football for a long time. Yeah, I like, don't like Italy though. I've gone off Italy. I think it's a, it's a effed up racist place. No, that's so crazy. Like, that's a racist thing to say. What, that Italy's racist? Yeah, you can't say a whole country is racist. I think it is. I no, think it's that's wrong. crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, they're, they're, they're suffering... Maybe the parliament. They're suffering a refugee crisis like no one else has experienced. No, nah, it's the whole... Yeah, the whole country's effed. They, another country that um, elected like a comedian to office and stuff like that. It just lost... It's just a bad place, it seems like me. But their football team, bunch of assholes, and I'm glad they suck. Why are they assholes? Well, they... That guy flopping over in the World oh, Cup that final was, to Zidane. Like That's why no one will remember your name. Zidane lives forever. That's why I got his shirt. The best. Um, okay, let's get back into basketball. Nah, let's stay on this. Should we get into? Um, should we touch on the magic? I mean, they're doing something. Yeah, I got a bombshell as well. Let's do it. Be 
jealous of Mary Apollo. You're taking every game personal? I'm not Alfred. Sit down. Wow. Yeah, what's your bombshell? No, no, you've got you've got to do something to the segment. I was just okay. teasing my bombshell. Um, you have nothing. No, play the music. Clip. What are you doing? Don't Clip. play that music. Clip. Play what music? I, I, t- oh. I sent you a link. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I no, wait. Don't don't play it yet. <laughs> I um I've this is my plan for the. <laughs> what is your this is a hastily prepared <laughs> plan I've made for our off season mm-hmm. that I would like to present to you. Um, and I'd like to you can play the music. Um, don't play it too loud, though. Okay, preface. Um, I don't really understand any of the money side of the NBA. Uh, I don't know what a supermax means. Apologies in advance if I say anything incredibly stupid. Okay. So this is Paul Williams's off-season plan for the magic. I'd like the main melody to kick in. Okay. So, so Evan I, Fournier. Can I have a go at supermax? No. Oh, okay. We've started the plan. Okay. Evan Fournier. We trade... Even, turn the music down maybe a tiny bit. Um, we trade Evan Fournier to anyone. That's good. Yeah. Um, we <laughs> trade Evan Fournier to anyone for a pick and to get him off our books. Hmm. So, for example, Evan Fournier to the Detroit Pistons for John Lua, Glenn Robinson III, and their 2021 second-round pick from the Lakers. This seems like a lot of stuff. We save... What, for him? Yeah, I reckon you have to give an asset to get rid of him. Doesn't he have like an $18 million contract or something? He's got $17 million. We save $3 million next year. And uh, John Lua and Robinson are off our, year, our books a year earlier. Um, and Detroit accept because they it gives them a, a fourth name brand player. And a guy who No, the Detroit accepts because they know that any player that comes from the Magic is going to be way better than they were for the Magic. So yeah, they, well they fleece him with Tobias Harris, guy, so they'll do it again. And they also receive a guy who can score and shoot threes. I don't know if he can do that. We instantly Allegedly. trade John Lua to OKC oh for God. Patrick Patterson. This is mental. Saving us a further $4.5 million. I don't know, really know why OKC will do that. I think John <laughs> Lua still has some value, and Patterson was... Not he was like getting DNPs for OKC. I can't wait to hear who you trade Patrick Patterson for. Currently, no one. He's just sticking around. Okay, <laughs> Nick Vucevic. <laughs> and we trade. Uh, who's that guy you've got on your arm? Who's that big idiot European you've got? Timothy Mozgov. We, tave, we trade t- no, Timothy Mozgov for two first round picks. No, he's staying. <laughs> Shush, man. I've spent a lot of time writing this. Okay. Nick Vucevic. We re-sign him to a very team-friendly deal, or we let him walk. I think the latter is more likely, so I'll go with that. Uh, okay, the music's getting quite loud again. This is you chose it, I know. mate. I'm not changing the the. Okay, um, we are very sad to see him go, uh, but Vucevic leaving frees up 12.7 million. So we've now got about 15, ne- nearly 16 million in spending money. Terence Ross, we re-sign him. I would die for Terence Ross. I simply love him too much to see him leave. But if a team does offer him a crazy contract, we let him leave. I have no idea how much he'll cost, but I'm going to say we re-sign him for three years. $2 million a year. Uh, $15 million per year. Sick. I don't know if that's realistic. I have no idea. But that takes our spending money down to $11.7 million. Jiren Grant, uh, thank you for your service. You are free to leave. $2.6 million <laughs> off the books. Spending money back up to $14.3 million. Kim Birch, similar to T. Ross, we re-sign him unless a team offers him crazy money. We give him three years, $6 million. I don't know if that's good, but okay, we're down to $9.7 million. Jarrell Martin, love the guy, but he can leave. Uh, or he can stick around if he wants. We're not going to give him any money, though. But if he wants to stick around, he's welcome. Mm. Michael Carter-Williams, I love the guy. We give him three million a year or something. Okay, free agents. Okay, if the salary cap is 109 million, which I read online, it's going to be. I think we've got about eight million free currently. But last year we just spent 13 million over the salary cap. So this I is ass- insane. Were you guys over the salary cap last year? I think so. I so I Jesus. assume we can do that. Again. I think every team is. Because you got Mozgov. Um, and 
We so I assume we can go over it again. So we got. I'm saying we got twenty million dollars to play with. Oh my! How? Well, because we had eight, and then we we last year we went thirteen million. And then over. you signed Kevin Durant for twenty million dollars a year. No, I don't think he'd, he'd be anyway, more than that. Yes, he would. Be. I'm 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 saying we target shooters. I want your Malcolm Brogdons, your Chris Middletons, your Danny Greens, your JJ Reddicks. Let's say we offer Danny Green oh God, three years, JJ, yeah. fifteen million. It would almost be like getting a second t- Terrence Ross, so we could always have a T Ross on the court, and even we could wheel out um, like double Terrence Ross lineups essentially. Um, <laughs> and uh, if fifteen million isn't enough, we give him more for like three years. Okay, uh, <laughs> the draft. Man, I'm super high on this one guy, Rui Hachimura. And there's you lots mentioned of him last week. ESPN have him at 18th. Tankathon have him at 21st. NBC have him at 17. But I'm certain he's going to go higher than that. So, but if he's available, we have to take him. He's Giannis written all over him. Where do you him. think you'll pick? I think we're picking 16th. I think it's already locked in. Isn't he um, Japanese? He's Rui Hachimura is Japanese, and the main reason it took him a couple years to come right in in college was because he. Couldn't is speak English. Six foot two. No, he's big. <laughs> he couldn't speak English, and he, <laughs> he didn't um, know what they were saying. Genuinely, one time his coach called him. Uh, he thought he was calling him Domas <laughs> because, a co- like a year before, they'd had a player called Demantis Sabonis, hmm. and his nickname was Domas. But in truth, the coach was trying to say he was a dumbass. And there was also a story where, um, oh, there was another confusion. I can't remember what it was. This but sounds he, like a, a great novelty player to have. No, Rui Hachimura. Has he ever been a Japanese player? I guess there must have been. But no, like, I mean, he's half black, half Japanese. Oh, but sick. he's grown up in Japan. He led Japan, he beat the boomers with Japan, oh. playing for them like, as an 18-year-old or whatever. That's pretty good. He's the real deal. I'm excited about it. He, I think he seems like a great novelty player to get on the magic and just get in the mixer and stir around. Yeah. If, if he's available, we have to take him. But I just... I can see him going like with the fifth pick or something. I think those drafts, mock drafts, have it really wrong. Um, okay, if he's not taken, how's it still going? No, it's great. It's I've good written stuff. a lot. You got a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like another paragraph. Okay, maybe I'll stop. No, but, just, um, just so I'll just bring, summarize. Bring next week. I don't really though. know who we should take with our first pick if if um, Hachimura is not available. But at the moment, it's looking like this guy may be Nikhil Alexander Walker, just because he's a shooting guard. Mm. But the thing is. The top four shooting guard prospects, I think, don't even look like they're very good shooters, which to me is like the main stipulation of being a, a shooting guard should be that you can shoot. Yeah. And so it's in I'm the underwhelmed by them. Like Romeo Langford. Like if you've you're got a center, an, you've got to be in the center of the court. Like Romeo Langford, you have an awesome NBA name, but you're shooting 27% from the college three-point line. Wake up. Um, so, but anyway, I'm going to skip the first, our first pick and I'm going to our second round pick where we select Killian Tilly, French dude. Uh, Are you the magic second round pick now? Yeah. The music You've lost is your meant mind. to still be playing, which would have helped No, you us. ran out, you ran out, you ran out of steam, mate. Killian Tilly. Yeah. With what Six pick? foot ten. Uh, it's like the 40th pick or something. Um, but I don't. I think he could be gone by then. If he is, we trade up. Can with I say two second round picks or some cash considerations or something? Because Killian Tilly, he shot forty seven percent from three. He's six foot ten. He's shooting twenty percent better than Romeo Langford, a shooting guard, and he's a power forward. Um, and if we can't get him, we take a guy called Divitas Savitas. My one concern is that these big white guys can't <laughs> play defense, but. Uh, are you trying to find more classical music? Yeah, I was going to do my version. Oh, okay. It's kind of get the best of um, Mozart. Here's my idea for the um, Orlando Magic off-season. Get Nikolai Vucevic. Sign him to a max deal. Uh, then get um, Evan Fournier. Sign him to a max deal. No, he's still on contract. Terrence Ross. Yeah, I guess he can sign to a max deal. And tell them, get make sure you get insurance. This is a key detail. <laughs> make sure you take out insurance before you sign into their contract on their contracts <laughs> <laughs> you tell them all hey guys we've got a special um, si- a sign- <laughs> signing photo shoot at um, Disney 
at the Disney theme park. Wait, you're not going to do a tourist attack? Time to ju- time, no, nah, time to jump into the bus that takes you there. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then when the bus is driving there, um, just have the bus, like, drive, just explode into flames, and they pass, they pass, sadly, and then you've wiped that, that money off your books, and uh, you can, insurance pays out their family, so they don't feel, they, in fact, they'd be probably stoked, you know? And it's a wonderful win-win situation for everyone involved. Okay, stop the music. It's very disrespectful. Can I can I do my bombshell now? Yeah. Um, last week, we were talking about how the Magic had a great home crowd. Mm. I mean, this is not me reporting this. This is Kevin Arnowitz of, I think, ESPN. Mm-hmm. He said that he went to the Orlando Games, and he reckons they were piping in that, like most stadiums in the NBA, so I don't know who else is doing this, were playing manufactured crowd noise. He was like, the crowd sounds lit and it's hard to hear. And then you look around and everyone's just like on their phones and stuff, as you'd expect, in a timeout and stuff. And he's like, they're Who playing. Who's this guy? He's an ESPN reporter. Kevin he's a clown. He's a fan. I don't know who he is. He's a clown. <laughs> I just think. He doesn't know. Specifically not the Orlando Magic, though. Like, because I've heard about piped in music in the NBA before. Music. And crowd, crowd sounds, sorry. Crowd sounds. And that is, if they're doing that, and you can imagine places like OKC and Portland don't have to do that. But if teams are doing this... Why do those places not have to, but Because they've got such does. good crowds. No, man. No, Orlando was electric. We made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. No, you could feel a real tone shift. I wasn't there, but I felt yeah, the I, tone shift. I, that's why I commented on it. I felt the tone shift too, man. I'm just saying that they may have used pre-recorded music. I don't no, know. That's crazy. There's a lot of Orlando Magic fans. And like when they made the... It was crazy. when In 2009, when they made the finals... It was crazy. Mm. And everyone jumps on the bandwagon. Yeah, they made the playoffs. For any team that's good. Has the recording just stopped? No, nah, it's going okay. good, man. It's going stronger than it's ever been going. Was it going that whole time? Yeah, it has been going the whole time. Okay. Don't worry about it, man. Um, it's good. But yeah, back to the magic actual plan. I think we need shooters. And it'd be cool to have a lineup, like a death lineup. Imagine a death lineup where it was like Markel at point guard, Danny Green, and Terrence Ross. Like we play small. And then maybe like a Killian Tilly power forward. And then just one of the centers, Bamba or Kim Birch, pick and roll with Markel with three three-point shooters. I can't imagine anything better than that. Um, Neither. I can't imagine Markel Fultz playing another NBA game, to be honest. Next but season. I, I, I hope for it. I, I am rooting for him. I'm team Markel. I'm calling it right now. Within would three you, years, Markel will be an all-star. W- would you? Wow, okay. We'll... we'll would you, you rather? Here first. Here's my question: If Magic are rebuilding or whatever they're doing, um, would you rather they retooling while staying competitive? <laughs> would you rather they um, got two like aimed for a couple of stars to build around, or just create this like great team? I can't even think of an example of a great, great team, team right now. We're we're half we're more than halfway there. Who was a great team? We're, one, like, we're like two pieces or like I guess Oladipo away. was a star, but like kind of you know Indiana vibes. Who's another team who's like good but like like kind of well spread throughout the roster without like a specific superstar? Denver aren't far off. No, Jokic is pretty good. Yeah, but I still think they're not far off. No, but Jokic is pretty good though, eh? But he's like overweight. Yeah, but he's good. Yeah, I know. His but, weight doesn't come but into But just that. like you, you they have so many they have asshole. They have um so many kind of just guys who can come in and contribute. We didn't talk about the Damien Lillard walk-off because it was in, it was just after our last podcast. Um, that was amazing, we should have to say. That's one of the most amazing moments in NBA history. Holy shit, that was good to watch. Yeah. Like... Well, as an OKC hater, it found incredible to see him <laughs> waving goodbye to them. Yeah. See you later. I and did like it, that Dennis Schroeder came out and was just like gave him props. Because mm. I was... When I saw him doing the the his celebration... When they won game two or whatever it was, game three. What is true to the celebration? No, I'm um, Lillard. You know how he points to his watch when yeah. it's Lillard time? Yeah. Um, when, the, when the one game, OKC won, Dennis Schroeder started doing that. He was pointing to his watch. Thinking about better celebrations, the NBA should hire people who write chants in the stadiums and better celebrations for players. Yeah, I get annoyed when... I swear we, um, Wesley Matthews... I swear he didn't always do the bow and arrow celebration. I thought um, Jamal Murray, the blue arrow, I was sure he was the first person I saw to do it, at least mm. in modern NBA. And then I just see Wesley Matthews doing it, and I'm like... Get your own thing. 
someone's copying someone here. Okay. I like Harden cooking. He doesn't do it much anymore, but I like stirring the pot or whatever when yeah. he's cooking. I think that's I think that's awesome. Um, but like right now, if we were the NBA writers, we've already done some great chants for them, so they're already stoked. Like, what are some like sick moves that the players could do mid court? For some reason, I feel like Jokic would do like um, flossing, and I don't mean like that dance craze, that stupid skinny white kid who penned the Katy Perry video. That was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, like he should when he's going well, he should go to the bench and grab like um, a big bench towel. And like put it between his legs like the cartoons do to clean their clean their ass and like, you know, floss the towel between his legs and that's like his big celebration. Like that's the gumbiest thing you can do. I that's think that'd be shocking. pretty sick. That's uh, shocking. Um I feel like a player should their thing should be like running up and like jumping on the score ta- scorer's table and like sliding along like a grind. That's crazy. Like that's something for like maybe McCullum to, to do. Someone should crip walk for sure. There's multiple guys with ties to the crips. <laughs> DeRozan? Yeah. Who, who are the other multiple guys with ties to the crypt? I think they just grew up in Compton. <laughs> they play. It'd be funny if... I think Derek Rose... There's photos of him doing gang signs. Yeah, but I think photos. Derek Rose is just... There's a photo of every 13-year-old boy in Nelson doing gang signs too. I think he's, an, he's an intellectually challenged rather than um, he's affiliated with crypts. Maybe he is. I don't know. Um, Giannis? Like something with his huge wingspan, eh? Like maybe lie on the ground and do s- snow angels or something. Yeah. I yeah, guess I gun celebrations are kind of um, like frowned upon now, but I'm surprised there's not a shooter who like mimes they've got a rifle and is like, you know, blowing uh, yeah, into their can. rifle or something like that. It's illegal. Oh, no, actually, you probably can. I used to love, um, there was a period, I noticed a few guys do it. I, I think if the quintessential person is uh, Joakim Noah doing it, where he would insinuate that he had two pistols and he was um at one at a time or both at a time thrusting them downwards into holsters down at his hips like that oh yeah oh yeah a lot of players can't do that yeah, yeah. Like really like steph curry kind of does that as well yeah it's a good look uh what about someone just should just have um make a timeless classic their own right hand fist in the air left hand fist in the air like a, they're a marathon runner running yeah, past good. the finish line, <laughs> and they just run down the court like that. <laughs> that's good. What about um, uh, you know how like when you're a kid, you do this thing where you make two okay signs with your hands, mm. but then turn, turn them it up upside side. down and oh, go. Um, oh, someone does that. Yeah, like Swaggy P didn't Swaggy P kind of do that? Or it was more. I think they kept them up the right way, like with the threes up on top. Um. Yeah. Moon, um, moonwalking down the court could be quite hard when you've got quite grippy. grippy sneakers, eh? Yeah, it's hard to do much in the way of... Um, kick off your shoes into the stadium? That's crazy. Like, do you do this every time you <laughs> score? No, nah, like, we saw a lot Miles? of celebrations happen during the, um, yeah, pulling out his antenna. Um, Is that what it was? Yeah, he was pulling, he was pulling, well, that's apparently what it was. I always thought pulling he was, like, insinuating he had big horns, and he was, like, grabbing the horns and, like... Well, it could be the same thing. Yeah. I, I, I'm into this kicking off the shoes. The timer ends and you just like your shoes, you got to play with your shoes very loosely tied on your feet, which might be hard for a professional athlete, but I think it's worth it. And you kick them off into the crowd and the crowd just goes mental trying to catch your game-worn sneaks. So this is when you hit a game winner? No, it's just during the timeout and then you just get some new shoes from what the What do you mean during manager. the timeout? Well, often, you know, Steph Curry, his big celebrations and stuff happen when he hits a go-ahead three and the other team calls timeout. Yeah, so you've got to... Kick your shoes in the stadium and then you've got two and a half and minutes anticip- to find some new shoes. In anticipation. No, I said, I said, I made it very clear that you play constantly with loose sneakers. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's not crazy, injury. it's a good idea. What's your, what's your dumb idea? A marathon runner pose. That's mental, mate. What if you get no, ha- he- hands chopped off by a helicopter? That's not going to happen. You didn't even think about that, did you? That's also disrespectful to the actors who lost their lives shooting the Twilight Zone films when the helicopter fell on them. Oh, that's grim. Yeah. Did Apocalypse Now someone died in a helicopter? I just, the moral of the story is stay away from helicopters. But um, did you see that um, when the Nuggets won, they um, Rocky the Rocky does some crazy stuff, oh, yeah. eh? He was the hoisted. mascot got hoisted up carrying a huge banner. Upside um, down. Well, what about that for a celebration? You play with a harness on, hook up to the harness and get hoisted to the ceiling. Someone, people haven't done enough with uh, the pads on the hoop, like the stanchion. 
like running up. Punching just, it. No, just a backflip. Oh, backflip. that's nice. Yeah. That's real nice. Uh, I'm always crazy out when players in the warm-up, Dwayne Wade used to do it, do chin-ups off the net. It's like, how strong is the NBA net? Have you seen that? You yeah. grab the net and pull up. And I, I know the NBA strong. net's obviously high quality, but like, how heavy is Dwayne Wade? He's probably 120 kg. Mm. What about, um? there's going to be something like you go off, like uh, Someone did Vince motorbike. Carter does motorbike yeah. handles. He kind of revs both though. I don't think you rev both. He usually revs both handles. Um, you could do the Oasis, shove it up your ass, where you like just start like yeah, what do you grab? reaming yourself a in your ass. Yeah, something like that. That'd be quite good. Um. Anyway, these are all good ideas. If the NBA wants to purchase these off us, I mean, we probably don't own the mm. intellectual rights. I saw that the last one a great Oasis. celebration once was OJ Mayo in his last high school game. This is before he got banned for doping. RIP, well, OJ obviously, Mayo. it was his last high school game. His last high school game, they're playing in quite a big arena. He gets a steal and he dribbles down the court and it's basically game over. They've won. He dunks the ball and everyone's going crazy. He then grabs the ball, gets his own rebound after it goes through, grabs it and just hurls it as far as he can up into the grandstand. Game's still happening. Genius. <laughs> Obviously, he gets a technical, technical or worth it ejected or something but he's just smiling doesn't care I enjoy it when soccer players like on a hat trick or their team's up big and you just you you, you get a technical for you, you get like a card instantly for taking your shirt off but I enjoy mm. it when the player gets so hot that he's like I'm going to take my shirt off anyway I don't care yeah no red cards me and it's worth it yeah oh, but it is also extremely funny when someone scores a goal and then gets a red and it's just from jubilation oh I did the best heartbreak yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did the best celebration. I've already overhyped it, but um, we're playing um, social. Our social. We, what we did is we. I started a Saturday morning soccer league where we just play a bunch of friends and workmates. Just play every Saturday morning soccer at a very low level. We got ahead of ourselves and decided to bench uh, book in for a six on six league. All of a sudden, we wanted to play more, so we booked into another seven on side league. The six on six league was okay. It was around our standard, like we'd win, lose, win, lose kind of thing. It was terrible, but the other teams are terrible too. We got pu- pushed into a seven side league that was much too good for us. Like so this our was the best league- results would be like a two nil loss, and each week we'd lose by like four or five nil. This is the league that I missed. I played like the first two games, and then, then missed yeah. the rest. Okay. So I started. I didn't want to be part of the team, um, but I filled in right. And we're playing one week, and no crap, we were losing the in the half. We were already down seven or eight nil. Wow, seven or eight nil. It was they were they were just good. They were actually to credit to them because I thought at the time they were assholes. But looking back on it, I was like, considering it's like you can't. It's hard to be that humble when you're scoring constant goals. Like you got to celebrate a little bit. I don't understand how you can give up that many goals. Well, they were just wait. No, no. You, you, you had to be there. It was so obvious. It's like, if they're good and connect passes and we can't even... You don't remember, they... It's like, don't have any guys on the They outmatch us at every position. No, 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 no. Well, we kind of did that to start and they would still be just... They were hammering them in from long range. Huge goals. And they're kicking... Proper soccer players can kick very hard. And they're just like belting them in. And even the keeper got a hand to it, it would still go into the net. It was just fun for them. They, they were scoring headers. They were just... They are insanely good. And um, like they're probably the we're, the team we're playing against are probably better than the Wellington Phoenix, no. and that is not saying much. That's okay, we're playing the game. It's going terrible, and the morale is just going lower and lower. I remember we had one sub, and people just constantly. We don't normally sub out much, but people in this game were just constantly subbing out because we're just getting our asses handed to us so badly. Um, it started off. I started doing the first novelty thing that really I think made things go from bad to worse. When I was like, we need to get a shot on goal. So I started just on the reset, just like taking shots from long range. And at least we did mean we got some shot on goals, but I think that made it worse because it meant we held onto the ball for no time at all because we'd just give it back to them straight away. Their keeper would get it and they'd move up the pitch and score a goal. Anyway, we had one chance. We, we, we managed to trigger together two passes and got it to a winger in a little bit of space. And I just like belted down the middle. I had a defender on me. He passed it to me. And somehow I fluked like the best, like, you know, touch and and um, catch at the same time. Like it was me versus defender, like bodying up like we're in the post. I get it, turn, and release the ball towards the goal. All of a sudden, it's me. There's still another defender in front of me and the goalie. 
And I'm like, if I try and kick the ball one more time, I'm just going to lose it or this guy's going to steal it off me. So I may as well just have a crack from like 25 yards out. I take a crack. It bends and just goes in top left corner. Amazing. I just celebrate, take my shirt off and just run away and just leave the game. And you never went back. It didn't go back. <laughs> I just let, well, I just, I hit it out in the bushes next to the um, field hockey, uh, the field hockey course until the, um, until the game was over. And then I came back and got my shirt and got my bag because I left my gear there. I had to get my keys to the car to drive What did home. the others say? They were like, that was weird. <laughs> and I felt no, bad. I, I felt bad doing it because um, I didn't get to share the salary. Because it was a, a nice moment for the team that we scored a goal. And I should have gone back and shared that with my teammates. Because there was a guy, nah. Jake, passed it to me. You know, you've got to celebrate the rest of the team for like helping out on the goal. And we actually scored a second goal as well. Jake got a goal as well. Similar circumstances. A long range and prayer that went And once he left, in. I assume you were short. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> no, he stayed in the game. And uh, but we ended up losing the, no shit fifteen two. It was insane. That's crazy. Um. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening to that long boring story. Had I been there, there's no way I would have allowed a team to score fifteen goals. We would have lost fourteen two. No. Um. Thank you so much uh, to everyone for listening. It's been a privilege and an honour. If you got this far, um. Yeah, you are a New Zealand hero. Um. We love you from the bottom of our hearts. Thanks for listening. I've been Guy Williams. I don't do that anymore. Uh, peace out. I'll do some podcasts sometimes. Guyimport.gmail.com. Emails. Some emails, whatever. We'll do some podcasts too next week. Enjoy the playoffs, everyone. It's a good time. Bye.